disruptive intent. Kakprat! Right, so we're in episode number five with the disruptive intent. We're talking to the founders of Bonafide, um, Joe and Monique. Um, so yeah, we're here to get to know you guys a bit more. So I've been using your products for a while now and... I finally found, let's let's find out who these people are. So, um, elevator pitch, let's see, you can start off. Who, who are you? What do you guys do? Um, like I said, what, is, what, what are you personally, before we get into the company side now? Uh, I, hope, so- I hope this is a long elevator ride, because yeah, yeah. it's, it's not the shortest elevator pitch ever. Yeah. So, I'll go first. This is Joe. Um, I'm, I'm an American. I've been living in South Africa for five years and outside of bona fide beards and bona fide barbers, um, I would say I'm an adventurer. Um, I own a company called Bonafide Moto Co. Yes. And we do a lot of motorcycle trips and experiences for people where mm-hmm. we travel around South Africa and surrounding countries. Yeah. yeah. And um, we take those guys and girls on curated trips. And for me, mm-hmm. that all came from my passion of traveling and moving to South Africa five years ago and seeing how amazing of a country this is. Yes, yes. Growing up in the States, we knew most Americans know nothing about South Africa and what it offers. Yeah. So when I first started traveling, I wanted to document it and show videos and stuff um, just to show people out there how beautiful and amazing South Africa is. Yeah, the country actually. Like I said, that's why usually I get frustrated with people saying, no, we want to go abroad to travel. But there's so many places mm-hmm. they haven't seen yeah. here that's, uh, yeah, that's actually, actually uh, a cool way of exploring it and then actually yeah. showing them that side of South Africa. Then. I'm a born, yeah. born yeah. and bred South African and I've yeah, seen nice. and yeah. um, learned more about my country in the five years that Joe's been here. Yes, yes. You know, in my, then in my whole my whole time living in this country exactly um i always say like yep never been here never Mm. done that you know (laughs) thanks joe Mm. Uh, my name is monique and um i am the the founder and the creator of bonafide beards um it all started as a a gift for my husband who was growing his beard yes yes it's a familiar story but i'm happy to share it again Mm. he couldn't find products at that stage of the the game you know south africa and uh, <coughs> importing products was seemed like the only next plausible step. Mm. And upon looking at the guys in America, I realized that 99% of them were curating their own products at yes, home. Yes, yeah, it's a craft, a craft product. And yeah. I thought, well, you know, let me make my husband a gift. I'm sure if they can do it, I can do it. And mm. it was born from there, um, a gift of love. Mm. Uh, and, then, and love for his beard because uh, <laughs> he was about to shave it off and I was like no yeah, I love facial hair do not do that and um, he loved the product so mm. much uh, he encouraged me to you know think a little bit outside the box and okay, together great. we spent lots of time and energy on mm. uh, getting getting products out there and getting our name known and yeah, um, yeah. we initially started as Mona Bona's Beard Balm okay uh, and it caused confusion in the market. People were like, I don't know. Men were like, do I put it on my beard or do I put it on my dick? I'm yeah. so confused. Is it going to give me an erection? Yeah, Is it going to yeah. take my beard? Yeah. <laughs> so from Mona Bona's Beard Balm, it evolved into Bonafide Beards, which was a lovely mm. um, you know, umbe- umbrella Brand yeah, that could host exactly, yeah. more than just beard balm. No, that's that's the one thing that I've seen with the company. It's not just like so many people strive to might get a lifestyle brand, if I can say it like yes. that. But you guys have perfected that. So you got the the 
uh, beards, barber shop, and the adventure side, and yeah. it's like what you guys do, like well, your your hobbies, and that you've kind of made made your job now. Well, that's exactly what we did. We didn't try and force it. You know, it, yeah. it, it evolved very naturally, um, and literally, we just did what we loved, yeah, and then started loving what we do, mm. and the brands organically grew. From that, from that, that's yeah. that's great. No, no, actually, that like it's it's you can and you can pick up the authenticity if I can put it like that. Like I said, you guys are who you put on online and in the barber shop, and that's who you are. Um, if you go on Instagram or Facebook and you see a post, those <laughs> um, so not post pictures where everything is placed in order, and that's just your life, and that's a cool part is um, of of if, of a company like that and I think that's why I just fell in love with the brand as well I don't mind driving from Pretoria to, to here when I get time to, to come to the barbershop because it's an experience Absolutely. and you feel that family vibe that you, that you guys have created over the years now and it, has the company I started from from Joe from five years ago or when did the, that take off about yeah from? so it's about four and a half so mm. I I moved here in November. Yeah. We got married in February and around February. So 2014. And, yeah. Yes. So then in 2015, I had left my job in the States. Okay. And I'd been working with the company for five years and um, I took a layoff in order to come here. Yes. And so I was given like a small severance package mm-hmm. and then the severance package ran out and I, I was needing a job and I moved here too quickly to get a work permit. I see. So um, my brother-in-law said, hey, there's this motorcycle shop in Edenville that's mm. looking for a salesperson. And I was like, no, fuck that. I'm not working there. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go work in Edenville and yeah. have this sales job. And then it was like two weeks later, I realized. We still have 1610. Still yeah. have 1610. Um, and then I realized, like, you know what? I need to put food on the table and mm. I need to suck up my, swallow my pride. Yes. And I need to do whatever I can to help the family. I see. And so I started working there and I really loved it. And that's where um, I started to grow my beard. I realized I actually work for somebody Mm. that's never going to tell me I need to shave. Exactly. Because in my corporate job in the past, like, I always pushed the limits. Even Mm. in the military, they called me sideburns because there's certain (laughs) limits of how far you can grow your sideburns. Mm -hmm. And I always push those limits. So since being able to grow facial hair, like, I've always push those limits. I had like a handlebar mustache and mm. um, which is what I fell in love with. Uh, yes. Uh, and so now like I you know, like mm. a lot of people say like beards are a trend and, and what I what I love about it is now I don't think it's a trend. I think it's just becoming more acceptable. Exactly. And so for me as an entrepreneur, creative, like I don't really give a shit what anyone thinks about my beard. Like I, yeah. I go to the barber every single week, mm-hmm. get it trimmed up, get it cleaned up. Yeah, make and sure it's- um, for me, it's not like a fashion statement. It's just something that I find it works really well for me. Like mm-hmm. my hair grows so fast. So the thought of having to trim up and do all these different things all the time and yeah. have it go back and forth, like I just got tired of it. And so luckily for me, I've got a great beard. Yes. And so I just grow it out. Um, mm. It is actually quite long at the moment. It's mm. the longest it's been in probably a year and a half or so. Sure. Um, yeah. I actually forgot what the question was. Why did I go on? <laughs> that's, that's a cool thing no. about just going on. Like, <laughs> you go into a tangent and then all of a sudden we, yeah. So no, um, well, that's cool. But, but one, to, of, yeah. one of the things you... You kind of mentioned earlier about like authenticity mm, and the brand that. Um, was that once we started Mona Bonas Beard Bomb and from me working at the motorcycle shop, I came across a few guys 
on motorcycles that had beards yes. and they became our clients through bona fide beards and one day Mona and I went for coffee in Rosebank there's this really cool coffee shop and I was like man it would be so cool to like meet here every Saturday with mm. some dudes on bikes um, and so that's how, that's how what now we call bona fide mass yes. that's how that got started mm. over four years ago okay. and that was literally me wanting to like bring together some dudes go on a ride and that started with four people and um, and then next week was seven, next week was ten, mm. and then that ultimately was how Bonafide Moto Co. got started because That's through right. that we did the motorcycle movie nights, we had like a, a car wash or something we got involved with, and, and that's when... I realized I could actually come up with these events and these ideas and yeah. utilize and, and put them back into the brand. I see. And, um, you know, we've actually gotten quite slack with events the past year and a half. We've just had a lot on our plate and mm. we've got a lot of people asking for events and um, because they, they loved them. That's how you yeah, that's how you build a brand is through like authentic yeah. events like that. And, and for us, we just... We just put together and it's a shit also how right. you grow a community. Yes. Know? And um, we're very much yeah. about community, mm. um, regardless of whether you've got a beard or not, you know. Mm. And I like what you said about our authenticity because, yeah, in theory, what you see is what you get from us, yeah, exactly. whether that be, um, you know, whether it be a personal interaction, whether it be the products, you mm. know. Um, I, make ve- I have very strong guidelines in terms of what our what I'll allow in the products. Yeah, yeah, I hand pick all of those quality mm. ingredients just because mm. I need you to know that when you open up that bottle and you're putting the, the products on your on your hair or your skin, you yeah. know exactly what you get. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. No, well, that's, uh, that's a cool thing about um, like when commenting on Joe about the, the first time I drove out with you guys as well. It's like you get there and you just see it's it's like a brotherhood. It's like mm. um, I like when you um, on the on the Facebook page you guys say it's like a it's, there's a, it's like a bike group or gang or something but there's no rank it's like yeah. the only rule there is is like don't be a dick and and that's yeah. a cool thing it's like I think if more people lived with those guidelines it would be acceptable because I got there the first time was greeted with open arms we sat there we had breakfast chatted like I've known you guys forever and mm. it was just it's a cool interaction and like I said everyone thinks of oh no you you see these people online but they don't really and that in, in real life and even the barber shops, like I said, you were talking about the quality of that. If I get my hair cut by you guys and I get back to work, everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, where did you, I, I recommended a friend of mine, he stays close by here. And he said, okay, but where do you get, where did you get your fade? And I said, no, but he says, yeah, because this flipping guy that he goes to doesn't get, no, I have to do a fade. I said, no, just go to, go to you guys, it's close by. And he said, okay, cool, now, so you'll, you'll tend to want to see him at the shop sometime. Okay, but, but yeah, like, it's just the quality of work and the products and stuff. And that's why I, every month I just go online as usual, like, yeah. buy my product and what I need and, and it's such a such a good quality product and the cool thing is that even about the, the different kind the, the variants yeah. it's like it's not you usually get one it's like oh, I like this one and only that one yes. I, okay now I want this one and buy this one yeah. so all of them are good products and they, they're not very um, highly scented because you, you get some of the beard oils that are yes. specific they put some I don't know what scent in there and then you smell like that for the rest of the, the day, whole like, day yeah, yes. the whole day and you can't put any cologne on anything you guys it's such a natural product and it's got a natural feel and I can actually feel the difference because now through January I didn't I didn't um, top up my order in December and I had to buy now and when I put up the product this morning I said thank god oh, yeah. like, <laughs> it feels Aww. such a relief yeah it's such yeah. a relief it like cools down and it's, your beard just feels better and yeah. then it's 
it's it's a cool thing. So uh, the other thing I wanted to know about you guys is, is okay. So you said you started out of necessity and then it just started developing. So you started the bar, the 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 beard oil and the beard products, and then the barber shop, and then it just grew from there. Yes. Yeah, so um, our intention was not to open a barber shop. And like yeah. everything that's happened in our lives um, as a couple, as well as as, as business partners, yeah. is it all just flows. Mm. And um, in you know we we produce at home, yeah. so we work from home. And three three and a half years ago, it was hey, About three mm. and a half years ago, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we decided we were going. We needed to find a space where we could produce from run our admin from and essentially take the business out of our home um joe made friends with the owner of urban ground coffee roasters that's at 66 6th street Mm -hmm. and um he had this empty space that wasn't making any money for him he said listen i want to build a shop do you want it we were like oh yes perfect prayers answered Mm -hmm. and we generated a space where we could sell retail yes uh, where we could produce Mm -hmm. and where we could run admin from exactly and the shop hadn't even been built yet and we were approached by a barber who was looking for some space to cut hair Mm -hmm. uh we thought great combination why didn't we think of that yeah and created a little space for him and within a matter of weeks before the shop had even been complete we were still you know knocking and finishing up the touches um he was inundated with clients and the night before i was supposed to move production into that space joe Mm. came home and he was like babe we need to talk no we need to go eat we need to to go eat and then we need to talk um and he was like i think what do you think of this idea Mm. barbershop great idea yeah. so we, we tanked production okay. and rebuilt the space okay. to, 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 to house two barbers two and barbers, yeah. before we knew it we needed space for four barbers so That's production got kicked out admin mm. got kicked out and bonafide barbers were barbers born, born. Yeah. No, it's insane but it's, it's but like I said it's a cool thing that it just flows like that like I said it, mm. it started off with a with gift from UTM and then it developed into this and this and this adventure brand and this barbershop and it, like basically filling necessities that you've had I said I think most of the products um, I use this example the whole time is about um, if you watch the Facebook movie um, he wanted he wanted a way to connect with people and it was a necessity for him because he was an introvert and he wanted this another place for everyone to get together online in the space and then Facebook was born yes. it's, it's like when you start to force things it's when, when when people can firstly pick up pick it up and then that's why I, I keep on that the authenticity comes through the whole time but it just flows it just feels natural it doesn't feel like okay we have to kind of do this and we yes. have to you get um, I know there's other brands that sell a ton of stuff just because they need to it fits in with their brand but you right. guys you keep to the basics do what you need to do and keep it simple enough, yeah keep it simple mm. and uh, just make a quality product and a quality brand yeah. and build that community that's like with <clears throat> in regards to the community mm. you know like when we did our first motorcycle run that was the Sabi bubble run like yes. I was trying to come up with rules and stuff for mm. it and the only rule we ever use now is don't be a dick, yeah. be lecker. Yeah. Because that's the type of people that I want to associate with. Mm. Um, I'm at a point in my life where I don't waste my time on friends who will not enhance my life yeah. or that I can enhance their life in some way or the other. Yeah. And, and and so through that community, I've built up a close network and that's what we really put out there to others and invite them to come because yes, yes. we, you know, we've had a lot of people that have come and ridden mm. with us and they're like, ah, oh, no, yeah. for whatever reason, they go somewhere else. Exactly. And, and that's, that's okay. And, you know, when, 
when the group started to come together, people were like, oh, maybe we should get patches and do this and maybe yeah. make it a club. I was like, fuck that. Yeah, no club. Mm. There's no president. There's no one in charge of this. Mm. Like, it's just a community yes. for people who have a motorcycle that are mm. riding on their own. Um, it gives them a space to ride with other people. And, yeah. you know, what's nice yeah. was that the group started and then little groups started. So those people all met. Yeah. They became great friends. And now there's this great community of people out there yeah. um, who are friends. And, and, it, and it really has enhanced their lives. There's a lot of stories out there of the people who have... Um, come across Bonafide and, and the motorcycle group and how it's really changed their life. Like yeah, sure. being on a motorcycle, like the one guy that comes to mind is Uncle Rich. Mm. Like that dude had a Thruxton and he had no tattoos. Yeah. And now <laughs> that dude, he, now he's on, um, now his Instagram is Ride Motos Take Photos. Mm. He has his camera with him all the time, and now he's got about ten tattoos. Shit, so, nice. and and that's great. He found himself. He mm. found himself, mm. and I think that's what really matters. And and one of the funny things about the patches was that um, the past two years for the bubble run, we've done this flash tattoo event at yes, Fallen sir. Heroes, mm, mm, mm. and someone says <laughs> like, "Fuck, or patches are for pussies." Yeah. We get tattoos, uh, and I was it. like. Shit, that's 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 pretty legit. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> like, quite accurate. So seeing, so like, there's that needs photos. To be on a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, like there's photos. Like when I really looked at the photos from that I took at that event, mm. seeing a guy get a tattoo of something that we've created, mm. that's amazing. Yeah, because that tattoo lasts a lifetime. Patches, mm. you you'll probably throw that jacket away at some point. Exactly. But yeah. at least it's always something for those people to look back on and, mm. and be like when they ask like, what is that? No, what is, what is that dick taco on your on your leg? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. that's the sobby bubble run. You know, exactly, crazy yeah. bunch of dudes back in mm. two thousand. 16, 18, whatever yeah. it is, um, you know. So that's what's really cool, like about the community that we've that mm. we've built up. Um, is that it, we really like to say, like it's a good, good yeah. bunch of people. Definitely, no. That's and that's that's the thing I experienced as well. And um, when we uh, saw you guys at the triumph when we launched the Movember thing, mm. the Movember campaign there as well. So I could just a bunch of cool people getting together mm. and just enjoying people like everyone's like they said the general rule is don't be a dick be yeah. like and then that's that's how we go there's no set time or set schedule or things so things happen and and everything everyone just gets along um they, like i said i saw the monkey and them getting shaving their beards and being funny yeah. so it's 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 a cool it's a cool community and i think that's what the world is missing because everyone trying to fit fit to these norms and fit to these whatever and forget to be themselves and when you find people that just are themselves like mm. you can you actually feel relaxed you like Okay, now there's, high, there's no expectation. Just be cool. Just be like her. No. And that's that's it's a rare thing to find. And I think that's why you guys will will see growth immensely. Except people come there and like a, a, a simple thing like a, a, a breakfast, a, a bona fide mass, and that will change someone's life. And it's yeah. it's insane how you can create that just from being yourself. Mm-hmm. And and that, I think that speaks volumes from. If you actually get involved and forget that living up to whoever standards, just be who you are, find what you do, like do what you do for, like, can I say this? Um, like make sure that you enjoy what you do for a living because you're going to do it for a while. Um, yeah. I work with in, in, the, in the corporate world with so many people that hate their lives. Mm. And um, I sit in a meeting with them, one on one meetings, and say, dude, what is your what is your goal for the end of the year? No, I just want to just want to just want to get my work done. I just want to do this. And, I just want to okay, get you to yeah, say, I just want to go on holiday. What are your goals for? 
for 2019. It's like, no, dude. I and you sit there, it's like, dude, you've been with the company for 10 years. You mm-hmm. hate your life. You What lights you? Yeah, what, what lights your fire? Yeah, what do you, mm-hmm. you want to do? And um, I had the lot yesterday, we had a meeting with a guy and the guy came to me and says, he wants to move to another team. I said, dude, go. He mm-hmm. said, don't you want to keep me? I said, no, if it makes you happy, you're yeah, going to do this it. for a long time, do it. Yeah. You want to leave the company, do it as mm-hmm. well. Because I'm not going to be the one where you sit and you're 50 years old or 60 years old. And it's like, damn it, if, fucking, if Kevin just left me that this or yeah, this yeah, or yeah. fuck it, if I just left the company, go, mm-hmm. be no. yourself. And that's what I'm trying to do now is build my company and build my thing so I can eventually say fuck this I don't want to do this 9 to 5 anymore mm. not that I hate that but it's just not what I want to do for a living yeah. I don't want to be 50 years old and still have to clock in 7 o'clock and leave at 4 o'clock and then it's that it's, it's not for me and and you get these people that have that idea mm. but they don't have the capacity to to work at it so um, you were saying that doctor friend of yours and having beer whenever and so it's it's having the, the what do you call it the just like the drive to be able to still work for yourself be your own boss and know there's there's little people that can handle that know that if I don't work today I won't eat tonight mm-hmm. and once you get to that um, I think because you get certain people that need a 9 to 5 where they need to be told what to do but and then you get people like 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 you guys that want to be just do what your passions are like, so uh, I mean, don't 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 get fooled mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I I was in the military mm-hmm. I went to Iraq back in 2004 and for me, I signed up for the military so that I could have some discipline and structure in my life. Okay. So um, there was a point in my life where I really needed that structure, yeah. and that really helped me. Of like, okay, this is I know this is what I'm be doing day yeah. in and day out. Exactly. Um, and so now, like, like I I struggle with balance of like a work and, and home balance. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I still need friendly reminders of like, this is what you need to do. Mm. Um, but at least like I've got the opportunity to do what I want, make my own schedule. Yes. Although I'm still on that sort of schedule of early in the morning, working mm. till five. Yeah. Um, but at least I don't have a boss other than my wife to <laughs> report to. Mm-hmm. Um, he wears and, the pants when I'm not at home. He wears the pants because you tell him you can. <laughs> <laughs> and what's, I think one of the many benefits that one of the many things I've loved about owning our own business is you know the mistakes and failure failures mm. we have along the way mm. we can only thank ourselves for those yeah. and you know we've made a lot of mistakes and we've had a lot of failures and I and I truly enjoy those because without yeah. making mistakes and having failures you're not going to learn exactly. how to make changes and if you yeah. if, if you continue to make those mistakes and failures then well yeah. you've got to yeah you're not growing and so we've you know, we've grown a lot as as individuals and as business owners. Mm. Um, so it is very rewarding to know that, you know, this this business having our own brands is fucking tough. It's yeah, so imagine. tough. Mm. But at least at the end of the day, we're very thankful that this is our business that we've shaped and formed, and we've had a lot of help from mm. key individuals along the way. But at least like it's ours, and yeah. the time we put into it, we get out of it. Exactly. You know, I'm exactly. not. Yeah working for someone else's mm. um, salary you know like yes. I'm not helping put money in someone else's pocket like mm. it's slowly coming back to ours <laughs> that's, that's the one thing is uh, when you say if you, if you make a mistake and you don't learn from it then it's a mistake otherwise it's just a lesson that you've learned um, and, and that's, that's exactly like you said that's how you grow and that's how you find what you like to do because yeah. uh, when I started this like I want to do I stop working 9 to 5 I, I thought okay cool let's do the sale thing and all of those ventures have 
taught me something. Even a nine-to-five job, working working with someone else and finding key individuals. Like I said, I'm I'm so grateful for my managers that I've worked with because they not only allow me to do my external activities because when with the company that I work with, you have to declare that you've got um, another company that you that you own or work with, or whatever. So I had to tell them, okay, now I've got disruptive intent and I'm running this and I'm doing this and this, and they. Nine times out of ten, they don't mind me. Okay, cool. I quickly need to go off. I need to do a lunchtime meeting. So they allow me that space. And um, they also teach me a lot about management. And this, like I said, you you learn that scheduling and that in the army. And that's what I've learned from my managers now. Not mm. that I, I still hate the format. And sometimes I get frustrated with the dress code because they and stuff like that. But that's the kind of things that they, they, they teach you and reasons behind that. And if you question the authority, they, they're more reluctant to explain why they're doing a certain thing. And then you say, okay, cool. If I had my own company, I would mm. also kind of implement this or I yeah. want to kind of have this or this and that. So you kind of get that structure from them, but then you, you, you implement it in your own in your own field. Yeah, like... You know, what you just touched on mm. made me think back to all the jobs that I've had. Mm. Um, if I look, I'll try to maybe work in a reverse order. But yeah. when I moved from the States, I worked in corporate communications for a military defense company. Okay. I did PR mm. and my client was the U.S. Navy. It was okay. an unmanned helicopter mm. that was uh, our client. So from there, like I learned a lot of corporate um, sort of requirements and structures yeah. and how that works. Exactly. Yeah. Um, before that, I was a data analyst that mm. was just fucking Microsoft Excel, yeah. terrible, <laughs> borderline suicidal. Yeah. Um, I've worked in kitchens as as yeah. a chef, uh, as a sous chef. Mm. Um, I've done landscaping. I've bounced. I've been a bartender, mm. and you know, like a lot of those jobs, they sucked. Yeah. But. At that point in my life, that's what I needed. Mm, I needed exactly. to make money, and I was willing yeah. to do whatever I could to mm. put food on the table yeah. or to put a beer in my hand, you know, in college. Yeah, exactly. But what's great is that eventually you start to find where your passion is, mm. and all of those little jobs that you've had along the way, like lead up to that sort of quote unquote perfect job for you. Exactly. And like I've, I've, I, I can look back on my previous jobs and see where those skills like have come into play now yeah no, um, that's exactly um, and the thing I even started with the marketing side and actually creating content and stuff like that is um, the companies that that, that, that I started previously um, needed that aspect because I didn't have the money to pay for someone to run social media and stuff <laughs> like that so I had to do it myself and um, the more I got involved with it the more yeah, <laughs> the, the more I learned about Facebook's algorithm and Facebook ads and so I got intrigued by it and then we said okay let's start a company that manages our social media so we basically pay ourselves so we run this company and we pay that company that we own that company so we do it in in the circle and then i eventually just moved on to just run that company left all the other things and said okay that's not what i like it it, it was interesting at a time and i learned that i didn't like that so let's just run with this and then with 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 running disruptive intent i found it's like i enjoy taking photos and i when i think back i like even 10 years ago i didn't think i was going to buy a camera or but it's be excited about a new lens and stuff like so small stuff like that and now I enjoy that filmmaking as well if I look at a movie I watch it so much differently now because that's yeah. kind of what I it's like why am I getting excited about this and never mm. thought of following this but when you're in school they said no get a job get a 9 to 5 get, stay, get education whatever they never tell you just follow your passion my uh, passion was actually hair so yeah. I wanted to be a hairdresser as oh, a little so, girl and yeah. um 
for whatever reason, I mm. landed up studying, you yes. know, uh, marketing, public relations, and mm. uh, business management, and was in corporate yeah. most of my adult life. And um, in 2008, I used to have long blonde hair, and uh, extensions was a thing I did mm. on a on a yeah. you know every three month basis. And through looking for hair extensions found a guy who offered to pay for a hair extension course and yeah. you know having always wanted to be a hairdresser yeah, so. I thought well this could be like a bit of a side hustle for me mm. I'm still in corporate that's cool yeah. like I've still got my guaranteed salary yes, and my yes, yes. benefits and yeah. I'll do this on the side and within a month mm. lighting that fire yes, I was yes. like nothing compares to this nothing yeah. compares to this feeling mm. nothing fuels my fire as yeah. much as this does exactly. and um, quit my Sorry, that's my bulldog <laughs> panting in the background in that's case fun. people were wondering. Okay. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, nothing could come close to, to mm. fueling that fire. And yeah. um, it, it started the trajectory of where we are now. You yeah, know, yeah. people always go, oh my gosh, a barbershop, like how on yeah. earth? And I'm like, well, it's just the yeah, universe supporting me. Yeah. It's the universe supporting me. Like mm. my intention was I've always wanted to do hair. Like, yeah. And here I am. And now you you've know, got the Eleven there. years later, yeah. That's insane. But it's it's weird how um, I think and I think that's why people get depressed is when they don't follow their passion in that regard. Um, it's like <clears> you with the adventure side and in, in the bonafide motorco and that. It's like if you never started that company and you were stuck with the nine to five, you would have been depressed as hell. You would still have your money. Okay, cool, open a beer at the end of the day, but you won't be happy. Yeah. And I think that's what people are missing. They're trying to find happiness in <clears> these <throat> isolated situations, not following the dream, just supporting their habits basically yeah. and then not doing what they love and then they, I mean, they, they get depressed yeah if you if you look at um, sort of following your passion yeah. um, a story I'll tell you about myself mm. is um, how I ended up in South Africa in yes. the first place okay um, you know I was living in San Diego California mm. I came yes. across this guy on Instagram uh, the black tulip who had like a cool motorcycle and yeah. chopper and this rat rod and I noticed in some of his pictures that he had a like a hot looking girlfriend. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll yeah. follow her as well. Yeah. And um, so like months went by, and I would I would see their photos and like them. Mm. And uh, eventually, one day, I put my Facebook profile link into my Instagram profile. Okay. And then two days later, I get a friend request from Monique Lee Gigger. Just uh, just to be clear, I, I had I had broken up with. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was very much single. Just yeah. disclaimer. So, yeah. disclaimer. So, so then I was like, oh shit, that, that, that's that hot chick in yeah. South Africa. Yeah. So I that's accepted me. the friend request. I was like, I'm going into work and I'm just going to stalk her photos all day. And um, I got to work and she had um, messaged me. So yeah. then we messaged for hours that day. And um, eventually those messages led mm. to FaceTime, mm. led to emails, led to us opening up to each other. Mm. And after about a month or so, like I knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah. And so I booked a ticket. I took off three weeks from work. Mm. I came here to South Africa, uh, met Mona, met her son, met her ex-husband, met her family, met her friends. We yeah. traveled to Cape Town. We went everywhere. Nice. And I was like... This, this, yeah. like, yeah. I, I'm in love with this girl. Mm. And then after three weeks, I had to go back. Mm. And I went back to work in the States and I was absolutely depressed. Mm. And had she had lived across the country in the US, I would have fucking packed up and yeah. left. 
And I'm like, well, how the fuck am I going to get to South Africa? Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And literally within that first week back, they, my company was offering layoffs. Mm. And I had this girl who worked with me and she's like, Joe, you need to take that layoff and go get this girl. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, <Yeah>. you're right. <laughs> and I fucking... I, I did. I went after it. It was something that I wanted to do. Yeah. I knew if I didn't do it, I wasn't going to be happy. And mm-hmm. I followed my passion. I followed right. my heart. And mm. um, and I like it's been so fucking difficult. Mm. Like what we've gone through, especially the past couple months, the past mm. five years. Um, but it ultimately came down to following what I believed in my heart. At the end of the day. You know, knowing, okay, what do you really want to do? Do you exactly. want to stay in California? Yeah. Like, do you want to stay in the States? Or do you want to fucking take a chance? Yeah, just go for and, it. Yeah. Like, I took a chance. And it's so hard to leave what you know and all the things that you've done and these mm-hmm. norms. But until you, like, really put yourself out there, you never really know who you can become. True. Um, and you've, you've, I think if you, if you just stay in those nine to fives and those normal yeah. routines like you, you you just become a number and mm. you don't um, you don't really ever find who who you are or, exactly yeah. you know so that's that's insane that's yeah. the story and then that actually that one move led to all of this all of this, all of this yes. happening all of this. to this all, moment all that's, of it I mean yeah. I got here I couldn't get a work visa I'm yeah. like what the fuck am I gonna do <laughs> yeah. and, like, and like you know like mm. like we've said the, the whole podcast was mm. that everything just kind of fell, fell into place yeah. and I found a place mm. that I fell in love with a woman that I fell in love with and I've been following my passion like Mm -hmm. photography and traveling and it's so difficult it's Mm. so difficult like you know like you don't know when you don't have a salary yeah I I don't know when that is Um, but it's rewarding like Mm, I know it's gonna come and um, yeah it's it's an yeah, but it's such an inspiring story. I think that's what people need to hear is is more people doing it because, um, like I said, working at a nine to five, you hear so many people talking about doing things. I've heard like I said, if you go, if you go drink a beer with anyone, they've got ten million ideas of how to make money, mm-hmm. how to do this. It's like mm-hmm. no, I want to do this for a living, and so but why don't you just why do aren't it? Why are you doing it? Yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, follow Joe and just like move countries if you need to. Go to, like, <laughs> yeah. go to a different country yeah. if you want you to. Know, yeah, it doesn't just, have to be that extreme. Yeah, but, it can but, be a small step, you know. Yeah. Like, like a side hustle of yeah, like hair extensions. But, but that's that's exactly you know? what I did. I just um, the the thing is, um, there's another uh, a friend of mine that I've actually just bought products from him and um, he said to me okay cool I'm close by um, and I'm not going to ship it so you want to skip the shipping cost and just come collect it at this bar and I said okay yeah why not and I showed up at the bar started chatting to them and it's like okay cool oh, next time yeah just yeah I am live around the corner just and then it started developing into a partnership yeah. and then we built something and this and that and, and so and one thing led to another and like I said from, from just Skipping shipping costs and yes. going to collecting yes. and drinking a beer with this guy, um, this all happens. Like I said, I started the disruptive intent and the, the marketing side, and um, also the podcast. Um, I wanted to start the podcast with another partner of mine, and it didn't work. It's mm-hmm. like I said, we it just didn't click. And now um, I started it myself, and I got a friend of mine, Ben. Um, he's busy programming. He's got his own web dev and whatever company. He's busy doing that, but. This thing that just clicked, and all of a sudden we got now, now it's a fifth guest, mm-hmm. and we actually mm-hmm. recording and we uploading, and so, mm-hmm. so that's building slowly but surely. And mm-hmm. so with the photography side, um, 
I said, no one's going to pay for my photos. Like, so I'm taking photos. And now um, in March, I'm going to Ultimate X and working with them to take photos Brilliant. for them. It's like, yeah. someone's going to pay me for the, and that, that still breaks Blows my mind. mind. Yeah. And when you tell that to someone like at the office, I said to him, well, I've got, I got booked for, for this. And I said, no one's going to pay. It's like, they are paying. They it's pay like, me. Yeah, so yeah. They're going to pay yeah, for yeah. my, and, and then, then that make you can see the gears turning. And then mm. they start thinking, okay, maybe we should just, this, this is, this is not for us, but mm. we need those guys as well. But we, it's, it's kind of if you want to be happy just follow your passion mm. I think that's the whole message of this yeah. Yeah. I think two rules and then just like don't be a dick be lacquer and then <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a third rule and, and it's, it's one I like to live my mm. life by is that everything is happening exactly as it should true but the trick is to lean into that mm. and to trust and surrender yeah. that the outcome is will be there mm-hmm. might not be what you want yeah, but true. it is what you need what you need yeah, um, definitely. and the trick is to lean into that which yeah. is a little bit difficult sometimes especially when you know you can't see the mm. finish line yeah, and you true, don't know true. how this is going to end, to end out, yeah. um but the trick is to trust and definitely. surrender yeah. definitely and I think it's 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 more than, and so like surrounding yourself with the right people around you as yeah. well so mm-hmm. the bonafide community those guys are amazing every time like I said if I go to the I've been there twice now and then the triumph event as well it's like you it's, it's, you feel so inspired after you like, mm-hmm. yeah, had a beer with some guys mm-hmm. and it's it's so cool to meet these people and then, then after I think that's the main key is just surround yourself with the people that don't want to be dicks and be like that's and it. then all of those people following their path inspires you same applies to our mm. staff you know yeah and it's like when uh, me and this friend of mine Ben we just have a beer and then we just talk about what's happening currently and then we both it's like oh you landed this you got this contract and he says oh you're doing this and then it's like afterwards we feel like oh this is quite cool yeah. like, and then you feel and it's like okay, this is the type of person I need in my life yes. you don't need that person <clears throat> that sits in for an the half an hour energy. and moans and bitches about this and complains about the country and then so you don't need those kind of people yeah, the you know? people the people that you want in your life are those ones where when you're in a time of crisis or yeah. need someone to speak to and talk you off that ledge yeah. you need to be able to pick up that phone and at least phone someone mm. and so that's the types of friends that I associate with now is yeah. like can I call this person mm. when I need some help like can yeah. I reach out to that person you know exactly. like, that's what you need because there was a, a story of a of a good friend of mine who he told me a story a few months ago that he he was a very like very much like a socialite always out going to bars and mm. had all these quote unquote friends and yeah. tons of people knew him and, and all this stuff and, and one day he he just he hit rock bottom mm. and he went through his phone and he scrolled and he scrolled and he scrolled and he scrolled and there wasn't a single person in that phone that he could call yeah and he said that was the day his life changed. Mm. And he's like, fuck it, I'm done with that. Yeah. And that's when his life changed. Like, mm. you need to be able to, like, those people, like, they serve a purpose in your life to go to bars and, and yeah. do all that stuff. Um, but you get to a point where, like, you need to have quality friends. You need Definitely. to have people that enhance your life and mm. make you a, a healthier person and yeah. people that you can actually have, like, healthy conversations with. Like, exactly. You, yeah. you need that. Like, uh, it's it's a thing of um, who are you going to call if you're three o'clock and um, you're next to the road, you've got <laughs> an accident, who's that? You need those people that you can just dial up and say, okay, cool, I need... Like, and you know they'll show up and you, the, they'll answer the phone. My buddies in New York, we, we had this joke, is like, you need to have friends 
that you can call if you need them to help you bury a dead hooker. Yeah. Like, like that's a friend. Yeah. Have you found me like, man, Steve, I got a dead hooker in the car. Like, oh, sh- all right, man, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Don't fucking call anyone. Yeah. Like, you know, Steve's a good friend. Yeah. If Steve will help you with that, like, he, he's, he's good. So those are the yeah. types of friends you need. I'm thinking now we recently watched, um, rewatched uh, Breaking Bad and um, You Better Call Saul. Yeah. Yeah. You need that guy. It's like yeah. Saul, you need those. Like, if anything, anything happens, just you need those guys. Yeah, you need you your friends. Like, hey, shit needs to go down now. We need this to happen. I need to disappear. I need to bury yeah. a dead hooker. <laughs> and you phone him and then you get, like said, and you know that it'll help you. And yeah. so said, those are people around you and it's 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 insane it's like I said and the more the, the, that's a cool thing why I started this podcast and said to you guys I wanted to to have a chat with you with this yeah. because I need this helps me as well right. so to, talking to you guys and seeing that there's more people just doing what they need to do and doing what their passions are and meeting these interesting people along the way that follow these rules and similarity like I said we the, on the first episode we spoke to the guys of um, uh, uh, Hubbard it's like a hookah that I, I like to smoke and I said hey, let me get in contact with these guys and talk to them and we found the same thing they're just there and they want to do what they love mm-hmm. and they want to make a quality product they want to constantly improve doesn't matter if they make mistakes and they just want to live they, they, I think they want that freedom that, that mm-hmm. comes with it and they don't need money they don't need millions on a Lamborghini or whatever they just want that freedom to be able to work on your own schedule and do what you need to do and if you don't want to work today that's all right we'll, tomorrow we'll pick up again and i think that's the general idea with the whole thing so that's it's insane but thank you guys for taking the time out of your saturday to sit down chat with me and talk about this question yeah, yeah it's really it's like I said, this is it's I'm going to listen to this again or enjoy listening to it again because yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good podcast and people I think hopefully people learn a hell of a lot about it um, if you guys can just mention where people can get you online where the barbershop is and stuff so if anyone listening can like if you they want to contact you want to come to the barbershop they can, they can do so our barbershop is based um, in Parkhurst mm-hmm. the address is 66 6th Street yeah there is nothing sinister about us, even though we're all the sixes. <laughs> 66 6th Street in Parkhurst. Um, yeah. It's a great place to come. Yeah. You know, we mentioned, uh, about, uh, you mentioned experiences earlier. Yes. And there's very much a, a huge movement uh, away from buying things and yes. rather movement towards paying for experiences yeah. buying experiences paying, paying for money that create memories yeah. and quality of life and that's very much what you find at Bonafide Bar that's awesome um, it's an experience it's not just a haircut yeah. um, otherwise and, and you can come and, and smell and feel all of our products and put your fingers in jars and let us you know rub it all over your face alternatively if you're not Joburg based um, we have an online store at bonafidebeards.com and Instagram, you can find us at bonafide underscore beards, bonafide underscore barbers. You can find Joe at bonafide motorco. Yeah, so tall right now. And so tall right so now. Tall right now yeah. And uh, monobean74 for me. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Thank cool. you guys. That's it. Thanks, Kev. Thanks, Kev. <laughs>